Welcome, friend. I am Merit Ansa, your dream coach and host of the Devoted Dreamers podcast. And I believe God has an unfolding plan for your life, a God-shaped dream just for you. But there are mountains to climb between you and that dream, like fear, comparison, imposter syndrome, and what if I mess this up? Or maybe the next right step is just evading you, or you're constantly feeling overwhelmed or stuck. I promise you are not alone. And that's why I'm here, to bring you stories from sisters in Christ who have been there and have made it out on the other end. Stick around and you'll find a new episode every Wednesday morning and once a month a solo where I will coach you through the stages of following our God-shaped dreams and provide fuel for the fire that's already burning in your heart. If you're ready to find some real traction for your dream instead of sitting on the sidelines, subscribe to the show and then meet me back here every week for transformational tools to help you release the lies so you can freely show up in the world with your gifts, leaning on God in your weaknesses, and serving His kingdom with the dream He's given you. Hey Dreamer, welcome back to another solo episode on the Devoted Dreamers podcast. In this one, I want to talk to you about imposter syndrome and why you need to address it now if it is the thing that is standing in the way of your God-shaped dream. So what exactly is imposter syndrome? I'm sure you've heard this term, but what's more important to me than a textbook or Google definition is in thinking through what imposter syndrome is doing to you and to your dream as you consider stepping out into something new that you have never done before or that you've never done in this way before. And so feel free to Google it and look it up. Look up imposter syndrome if you're not familiar with the term or you are just struggling with what it means. But I'm going to talk today about how it impacts us and the reason we need to address it if it is that thing that is um, speaking into our hearts and standing in the way of our God-shaped dreams. So I heard an episode a couple years back from Seth Godin's podcast, and he talked about imposter syndrome, and he said this very simple thing. I don't know if you know Seth Godin, but um, I find him so easy to listen to. He's very matter-of-fact, and he was talking about imposter syndrome being something that you might feel if you were doing something for the first time that you've never done before. And so his take on it was like, yeah, you're going to feel like a fraud. If you are calling yourself a podcaster and it is the first podcast episode that you have recorded, you might feel a little bit like an imposter, like you're trying to show up as somebody that you're not or that you aren't yet. I thought that was a really helpful definition to kind of take down the energy a little bit on this big, gigantic term that has, um, you know, definitions in the psychological world where your therapist might talk to you about this, um, in that, like, this this might just be something that humans wrestle with, right? Um, so that, I think, was helpful for me to hear from Seth Godin. But I don't think we stop there. Like, it's We can't just look at this and go, well, yeah, of course I'm going to feel like a fraud if I'm doing something that I've never done before and trying to come across as if I'm a pro. Um, I think there's more to it than that. And in the conversations that I have had with women about their big dreams, especially something that's brand new, 
um, like you've never done it before. You've never done it in the way that you're dreaming of. And you're um, wondering kind of how in the world can I step into this thing with confidence when that's not necessarily what I'm feeling in my heart and mind. And so um, I want to talk about first here, right at the beginning, what imposter syndrome might sound like to you or what, how it might, um, how it might show up in your day-to-day experience. And so you may not have all of these, um, the exact same voice may not be in your head. You might not notice these exact patterns, but pay attention to which of these things that I'm about to mention kind of trigger something in you that you go, "Mm, yeah, that does sound a little bit like me. So you might have imposter syndrome if you downplay your proven skills and life experience. You might have imposter syndrome if it seems to you like everyone else has it all figured out. That is everyone but you. You might have imposter syndrome if you can't seem to ever get started on your dream. Like it just, it's it's on the tip of your tongue. It's on your mind all the time. And it's that thing that you're like, maybe someday, and you just can never quite take that first step. You might have imposter syndrome if it is easier for you to deflect compliments about your abilities than it is to receive them. And let's be honest, I think a lot of us struggle with this one. (laughs) Somebody says like, oh, you're such a good writer, speaker, or you look great today. How do we respond? Hmm not really, or, oh, thanks. Or, oh yeah. I I mean, I washed my hair today. I find myself saying that a lot. If somebody says I look good. Yeah. I washed my hair today. Well, nice. Okay. Just accept the compliment. Say thank you and move on. (laughs) Okay. Let's keep going. You might have imposter syndrome. If you procrastinate important projects, things that you know you have to do, but you always put them off till the very last minute. And you might have imposter syndrome if you insist that once you have more education or experience or knowledge or years under your belt, then you'd be ready to chase after your dream. It might be an indicator that you have imposter syndrome. I notice these things in myself more frequently when I'm considering a big thing that has popped into my head that feels bigger than myself. And I don't know all the details of how it would work out, but I get this idea of like, oh, what about that? And then I begin to think about those details. And I'm like, e- I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, so let's do a couple more. Uh, this is what it sounds like. So if you're still not sure you have imposter syndrome, this is what it might sound like in your head. If this is a struggle for you, it might be, who am I to do that? Or what if no one is, is interested in this thing I'm creating? Or maybe when I'm older, or like I mentioned earlier, have more education or experience, or there's the flip side of that. If only I were younger, dot, dot, dot. Here's another one. Someone else is already doing it. Or I'm not sure I have what it takes. And here's a big one. What if this fails? Are you hearing a theme? Um, you Some of these things we might more commonly put under the category of fear or doubt, or self-doubt, or lack of self-esteem. But whatever you want to call it, imposter syndrome or any of those other terms, the result is often the same. You shut down. 
you are subtly agreeing, even if these words don't come out of your mouth or into your mind, yeah, I don't have what it takes, or I might fail, and failing would be more than I am willing to endure or more than I can handle. And so your dream goes dormant until the next idea pops into your head or the next set of accusing doubts. And then the cycle goes on and on, idea and doubt, idea and doubt, and very little implementation. Because if this is a default for you, if imposter syndrome or listening to these voices or having some of these behaviors like procrastination or um, deflecting compliments, if this is a default for you, it is going to keep coming for you. Because once the enemy finds something that keeps you down, that keeps you stalled out, he is going to keep using it against you. So if that's true, and that's not really how we want to live or the voice that we want to submit ourselves to, what do we do about it? And a lot of times in secular circles, but even from Christians, you will hear this suggestion for combating imposter syndrome, which I typically see in those Instagram posts that have like the beautiful script and the perfect colored background. And it says, you are enough. Like the R is in all caps. As if all we need to do is just repeat this statement that I am enough over and over again, and eventually it'll get us over the imposter syndrome hurdle. But I find that those posts leave me wanting because what if you've actually tried that? Like you've actually tried to tell yourself or stand in the mirror and say, I'm enough. I can do this. I'm strong enough, whatever it is. And it hasn't worked. What do you do then? Because you're still drowning in imposter syndrome. And now you've discovered that you're not even good enough to be able to talk yourself out of it as all the Instagram influencers would have you think that you can do. Wow, I must be really screwed up if I can't even do that, right? That's, there comes the next condemnation. And now your attempt to rid yourself of imposter syndrome has had the actual opposite result, piling guilt and shame and fear and essentially affirming what you were afraid of in the first place. So then what do you do? If you have been around the Devoted Dreamers podcast for very long, you've possibly listened to my testimony episode or any of the others where I talk about my past recovery experience. It's not going to surprise you to hear me say that like anything we struggle with in order to deal with it, like get through it, instead of burying it or hiding from it, denying it, we actually need to get to the root of the issue underneath what is driving us to imposter syndrome. And a better, more accurate diagnosis is going to give us a better opportunity for a treatment plan, to use some psychological terms. But I'm not even really referring to that. I'm, I'm talking about here's what we can do um, for ourselves to tackle imposter syndrome. But first, we have to know what we're actually struggling with. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Let's go back to those criticizing statements. Here's a couple that I mentioned earlier. Who am I to do that? This idea that I've got, oh my gosh, it feels so much bigger than me. Who am I? How could I possibly think that I could do this? Or what's what if no one's interested in what I'm creating? Or somebody else is already doing it where we're comparing ourselves to what somebody else has produced and thinking there's just no chance. There's something I want you to notice here. The natural response when imposter syndrome rises up when you get that spark of an idea and you play around with a little bit in your head and you start to do what I call testing, where you imagine what it would be like 
to actually do that thing. I did this with a retreat I was planning several years ago where I had spoken at retreats or or events in the past, or I had attended or helped plan retreats or events in the past, but I had never actually put on a retreat and like did the whole shebang from start to finish, from logistics to lodging to speakers to speaking, all of that. You start to like play around with this idea. What would it look like? Where would we be? I imagine what it would um, feel like to be there and who would come. And, and you start to kind of put yourself there. And that's when those voices pop up and bam, you're like, done. I'm not, no, I'm rejecting this idea. I can't do that. It's too much. The idea is over. You've shut it down. It sounds way too hard. And you think I'm just not cut out for something like that. And before you've even begun, before you've even determined any practicalities of living out the dream, you have buried it under a burden of what ifs. So essentially you are the one rejecting the dream. It never once had a chance. And there's another type of rejection at play here as well that I want to point out out to you. And this one is a bit more insidious that if you can look past um, what's on the surface of that, I'm not doing this. This is too hard. You know, as soon as I figure out that I don't know what I'm doing, I'm going to walk away from it. Let's look at, at what is actually happening here when you are struggling with imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is an attack on your identity. It's an attack on who you are and who God made you and what he gave you to do with all of his glorious and wonderful provisions in your life. And when I first began exploring this topic of imposter syndrome, I heard from women that the failed pursuit of a dream would feel like a personal rejection. Like it's not just a rejection of the dream. Like, let's say I tried something, you tried something and it didn't really work out or it didn't work out the way that you thought it would be. It's not just that whoever I thought would show up is rejecting the dream or the, um, the experience of it not working out is the rejection of the dream as I talked about earlier, but it is a rejection of you, of who you are as a person. And that is where this identity attack comes into play. So when you're struggling with imposter syndrome, you begin to feel that hesitation inside of you, you know, when you're beginning to entertain this powerful, meaningful, purposeful thing that maybe, maybe just maybe God put this on your heart for a reason. And you look at this thing you've never done before and you consider the cost as you should, because there's wisdom in considering the cost. And then you think, what if those voices are right? And you give weight to the idea that you don't actually have what it takes, that you're not good enough to do this, and that no one wants what you have to offer. And if those things are true, or the potential of them could be true, what does that ultimately say about you as a person? And let me tell you, it feels like honesty in the moment when you're playing this out in your head and then shutting it down, but it is actually a kind of false humility, which is really just masquerading pride as in, and I'll explain this, like you might as well not do it because the risk of failing is more than you could bear. That's where I'm saying is the um, false humility or the pride that, well, let me, let me just dig a little deeper into this. 
Let's dig into the why you don't want to fail. What is exactly at risk? And tell me if any of these things um, feel like they connect. When you think about the thing that you would love to pursue, if only, dot, dot, dot. But then there's that fear of failure. Is the failure about what might happen if others see you fail? Or is it about the like dashed hopes? Like it would be so dreadful to hope for something and then have it not work out. Or is it that it would affirm something about you that you feared was actually true and that that reality would be devastating in and of itself? If it feels like the cost is too high because the rejection would be too painful, that then you instead just decide to play it safe, to push the dream aside, to deny that it matters to you and avoid the risk of experiencing rejection via failure. I mean, this is hard. This is difficult stuff. Failure is not easy. No one likes to fail. But there are those who are able to take their failure and learn from it and live to try another day. So what do you do if you aren't that person and you want to be? You know kind of logically, of course, if I tried something and it didn't work out, that maybe I could try it again and I could just use it as a learning experience, you know, all um, embarrassment aside of failure, not um, a failure coming to fruition. But a lot of times... When we find ourselves in this place of making this kind of split second decision of I'm not going to pursue this because the cost of failing would be too high, we don't even know that this is the reason we're making the decisions we're making. But if you've rejected a dream, whether for now or forever, or even if rejection is too strong a word for you, if you've just put it aside or it's stalled out, um, and if potential failure is too high a price to, to pay and you're ready to try something different, like you're looking at that now from the outside and going, okay, maybe there's another way. Here's what I want to suggest to you, that it's time to slow down and to examine the things that you are thinking and believing and the things that you don't even realize that you are thinking and believing about rejection, about yourself, about the dream, any of that that's contributing to your decision-making in this process. And I urge you, if imposter syndrome is a struggle for you, to take it all to the Lord, to ask him to open your eyes to it, to ask for his healing, and then to do the hard work to engage in the battle for your mind and your heart. Because this is a battle, as I mentioned earlier, the enemy is going to take this thing and use it to his very best if he knows it works on you. So what is the answer to how you battle imposter syndrome and the lies that the enemy is throwing at you? Three things. First, you do it in community. You do it openly and honestly with the people that uh, know enough about you and that you trust to walk through this with you. Second, you do it with an honest look at your personal struggles, like what is really driving you, digging into the root. Is it rejection that I'm actually afraid of? Is this an identity thing where failure would say something about my identity that I am terrified to be true about me? And then number three, 
how you battle imposter syndrome is you do it in the context of God's word. What he says about who he is and who you are, the gifts that he's given you, his power to fulfill his promises, and what he says the purpose of your life is and how the Holy Spirit invites and empowers you to walk forward in it. All of that stuff is in scripture. And I'm talking about this today on the podcast because all of these topics are covered in my new course, Dreamers Unleashed, Exchanging Imposter Syndrome for God's Promises. I opened this last year and haven't really touched it again until this September, September 2021. I'm going to open it again at the end of the month. And in case you're listening to this at a later date, don't worry, there's a way to get on the wait list where you can find out about next time. But if you're listening to this in September 2021, I'd ask you to seriously consider addressing imposter syndrome in your life now rather than waiting until some unknown time in the future. Why? Because your dream matters. But more important than that, far more important than that, is that fighting back those lies and those discouraging messages that you're allowing to impact your heart and your mind and your decision-making, what you don't realize about that, um, the subtle little thing that happens every time you give into it, every time you listen to it, is that you are training your brain to receive those messages from the enemy instead of renewing your mind with the truth of God's word. And the other reason you should address imposter syndrome now, if it's standing in the way of your God-shaped dream, is because your dream is a gift from God. And imposter syndrome is a tool of the enemy. And there is nothing he wants more than God's glory to not have a chance to shine through you. So I think you need to ask yourself really seriously, whose voice am I listening to? Am I listening to the God of the universe who promises good to me? Or am I listening to the enemy of my soul who seeks to steal, kill, and destroy anything that is good or from God. I want to tell you a little bit about the course, even though it's opening a couple weeks from now and you can't even access it right now, but this is a six-week live-taught intensive dive into imposter syndrome, what it is, where it comes from, and how we exchange it for God's promises. Inside the course, you'll get weekly facilitated Zoom calls full of biblical teaching plus space for you to process and discuss what you're learning with other students and me. Um, There's also a private exclusive Facebook group where you can connect with other dreamers during the week. Um, Those are past and present students who've been through this material. And so you'll get to be with them kind of real time in the Facebook group and working through whatever it is um, the curriculum is pouring into you in that week. And then there's homework to enrich your learning and provide you with practical tools that you can continue to use long after the course is over. There's also extra credit homework for those of you who really want to take active steps toward a dream while you're tackling imposter syndrome. So if you're kind of in that spot where um, you want to move forward, but you feel stuck by imposter syndrome, there's some extra credit stuff that you can do to get that moving, um, even while you're kind of learning how to work through this. And then I've got a VIP add-on if you'd like some one-on-one coaching with me to discuss a particular dream or goal that you'd like to pursue or for help in figuring out your dream. You can add that on in your purchase of the course. I want you to imagine for a minute spending your time intentionally focused on pursuing your God-shaped dream with growing confidence and taking the next step, assured of God's faithfulness in your life, and inspired by the good he will create in the world through you. It is possible. You can fight back against imposter syndrome. And because I'm going to be talking about imposter syndrome a lot this month, leading up to opening the course on the 27th, I'm offering you a free resource today to help you exchange imposter syndrome for God's promises. The resource is called the Guided Scripture Reading Plan, and it's going to take you through a series of Bible verses that I have handpicked 
to give you clarity on where you're stuck and to point you back to the one true God who heals our wounds and makes all things new. This guided scripture reading plan is designed to be completed in just one sitting if you have about 30 minutes, or you might need more if you're the journaling type or you like to follow rabbit trails in God's word once you dig into the Bible. So think about how you want to work through this in a 30-minute chunk, or you could also do it five minutes a day. It's just, you know, go look up this verse, fill in this blank, you know, process what God is teaching you through this. So I want you to grab the guided scripture reading plan, print it out if you like, And then grab your Bible. You might want to have a few translations on hand because this plan pulls from the ESV, the NIV, and my new favorite, the Passion Translation. You can get your free copy of the Guided Scripture Reading Plan plus my Dreamers Unleashed Manifesto at bit.ly slash scripture plan. That's bit.ly slash scripture plan. And I will put that link in the show description. In addition to the guide, you will also get five emails from me, one a day after you sign up to walk you through some additional exercises related to overcoming imposter syndrome and using the guide. All of this I've put together just for you because I am that excited about you getting free of what's holding you back so that you can move forward on the dream that God has put on your heart. Wrapping up, in this solo episode, we have talked about imposter syndrome, what it is and how it feels and what it might look like in your life, how to get get to the root of it and the topics of identity and how fear of rejection plays a part in it. We talked about the importance of community as you are working through this issue, and then why you need to address imposter syndrome now if it is standing in the way of your dream. I shared that I'm opening my Dreamers Unleashed course at the end of September, and I offered you this free resource, the Guided Scripture Reading Plan, to get you started now with a simple methodology for opening God's Word and letting it change how you see yourself and what you understand about God's character and His promises. My heart is fully 100% for you to find freedom, whatever it takes from imposter syndrome. If you have any questions about the guided scripture reading plan or about the imposter syndrome course, I would love to be a resource for you. Please reach out to me via DM on Instagram or on the contact page at my website, meritonsa.com. That's all I have for you today. So I will see you next week with another Devoted Dreamers interview next Wednesday. Oh, 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 oh,